This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, what are your plans? Listen, NC State has already played. So I know you don't get too excited about the Wolfpack. I cannot wait because when I went to this Moody College of Communication get-together for the University of Texas a few weeks ago, which was awesome, I met the guy who was in charge, a young guy, great guy. I've seen it before, so we struck up a conversation. I met the guy who was in charge of setting up the Texas X's watch parties here in D.C. So already I got an in. And I'm telling you, I will be there in Quarter Sports Tavern here in D.C. on Saturday. Going to be there early. There's going to be a lot of wings. There's going to be a lot of drinks. There's going to be a lot of burnt orange. And this guy is going to enjoy a donkey stomping of rice. I cannot wait. I cannot wait, Chelsea. I am. This is my time of year. I'm in a great mood. What are you going to do this week when it comes to college football? Don't tell me something like NC State has already played. I'm going to play Barbies. I want to hear some football stories. Well, Jenks, try telling that to my three-year-old, who is certainly going to want to play Barbies. I'll tell this her. is what you do when you have a kid. You've got to make your home set up really awesome because mm -hmm. you know you ain't going anywhere so that's what we're gonna do mm -hmm. we've got our tv set up we've got a nice view and i told you that my biggest purchase in my new house was our new couch that has three recliners built in and cup holders and consoles so i have my setup ready to go and so I'm going to stay at home because I've got a kid. I can't be taking my mm -hmm. baby to a sports bar. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what I'm doing. I'm going to stay at home, play a little Barbies, kind of have my eye on the TV. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what I'm doing. This is what I would do. One day, just let me babysit Blake. I'm great with kids. I'm great with kids. I've proven that time and time again. And this is what I will do. I will slowly, politely, kindly just nudge Blake in a different direction. I'll say, sweetheart. I love Barbie, too. She's very pretty. She's a strong woman. She likes to go to Malibu. She drives around her pink car. And when Barbie grew up, she became the best college football quarterback in the history of the sport. Really? Yeah. Boy, Barbie loves her football. You want to watch some football like Barbie does? That's what I would do. It's a win-win. She gets her Barbie. We get some college football. She doesn't know the difference. She's not on the Internet yet. Listen, I've already tried to push her in the direction of sports. And when we were watching the NBA playoffs, guess which mm -hmm. team she picked as her favorite? Who? The Lakers. Oh, I God. like the purple. And I was like, oh, no, sweetie. We are not being fans of the Lakers uh, at this stage mm -hmm. in the Laker era. Like, it would be one thing if Kobe Bryant was still playing. Yeah. Like, then you can be a bandwagon Lakers fan. Uh, but she liked the Lakers. And she did like the Nuggets, too, because she likes chicken nuggets. Uh, so I'm nice. wondering the team that she is going to select 
as her college football team. I'm trying to think of like the coolest mascots. Like she does like cats. And uh, last night we had a dog on dog matchup in the Yukon game. We had the Wolfpack and the Huskies. Uh, she liked that. Uh, so I'm trying to speculate on who she is going to choose as team of the year for my three-year-old. Doesn't Oregon once in a blue moon wear a pink uniform? Don't they have some alternate alternates that have some pink in them? If you show, I wouldn't Blake, be surprised. Oregon, yeah, I think they do. Maybe that's how she latches on to college football. You just got to find an in. That's all you have to do. I think it can happen. <laughs> but Oregon, is that the team I want her choosing? No, we'll have to stay no. up late. Pac 12 football, we got to pick something no, on the true. East Coast, sweetie. <laughs> Fair enough, Chelsea. Fair enough. Well, I guess you won't be watching LSU and Florida State on Sunday night, but we got to talk about it. Oh, number five, LSU taking on number eight, Florida State in Orlando. LSU laying two and a half points. LSU minus 145 on the money line. Florida State plus 120. Total set at 56 and a half. Chelsea, maybe you won't watch this game. I don't care if you're playing Barbie. Make me some money here. This feels like the game that you want to watch, but I'm not so sure if you'd want to bet on it. Doesn't it feel like it's going to be a tight matchup? And I think a lot of this is narrative-based because we have heard a lot of hype surrounding Florida State this offseason, but I'm still not so sure if it is deserved for mm. Florida State. That hasn't proven a whole lot. But you remember this game last year was very much a thriller with Florida State winning this one. And the big question mark, for LSU is Mason Smith is out. Their big defensive tackle that was so good that LSU tried to schedule a week zero matchup uh, because he's going to be suspended for improper benefits. Not sure how that happens uh, in the NLI, uh, NIL era, but still, he is a big part of a pass rush that is one of the best parts of LSU. I think this game is mm -hmm. probably going to be won in the trenches, and I still feel overall like LSU has the better offensive and defensive lines. Plus they've got the, I hate saying this, this is probably on the bingo card, the SEC caliber oh, type of players. There it is. Right, I know, and I don't even like saying that because I'm not sure if it's true here because Florida State has great skill players. And usually this is the case when you recruit in the state of Florida. I feel like almost all the top receivers, uh, like 80% of them come from the state of Florida. So Florida State brings some great skill position players to the table. So maybe that crosses out the LSU uh, SEC pedigree here. But still, I think I would have the slight lean towards LSU, but I do think it's going to be a close game. I don't know why they have these bells here on the set i'm sure they do a bit at night most of the time i'm asleep now i have seen the show they do a great job but i have this bell so i'm gonna call this the cliche bell so anytime there's a cliche in this show like you know what it's just the sec taking on the acc there it just means right more there. it just, just means, means more Jenks. just means more guys just means more that can go for any sport so <laughs> I've got the cliche bell. They do it for winning bets, which I think is great. We're going to do this for cliches. Not every day, but once in a while, we'll do that. I, I don't know who to pick in this game. I've got some friends who went to Florida State, and I think we're going to a watch party with them. They're going to be absolute maniacs. I kind of like Florida State on the money line here. If this were in Death Valley, I would feel differently. But Jordan Travis is one of the most dynamic players in the game. And Florida State is interesting in that they have a lot of really good players, 
but not necessarily exceptional players. LSU has more talent. Maybe you like LSU on the money line, but I feel like Florida State's going to be fired up for this one. It was so close last year. I'll give the Seminoles the edge just because it's in Florida. I'm not going to bet this game. I'll take Florida State on the money line at plus 120. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. How about Saturday's game? Let's just throw a random game out here. Hmm, I don't know. Let's find one. How about, I don't know. How about Rice in Texas? Woo, dog! There you go, Double D. Oh, the Longhorns. Are they back? Yes, they're going to be back. This is our year. Number 11, Texas, soon to be in the top 10. Texas laying 35 and a half points. Texas minus 10,000 on the money line. Rice plus 2,000. Total set at 55 and a half. Chelsea, before I go into my spiel, spiel here, and Double D, thank you for that. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I love Texas. I am on Texas. Stunning. I know. But this is a big number. Exactly. And I think I was so excited for week one of college football until I looked down and saw all these massive spreads. Because normally, these are not games that I want to bet on. Although, sometimes the talent differential is so big that it doesn't seem to matter that, like, if it's a blowout or whatever. And Jinx is definitely not paying attention right now. He's just vibing to the music. Uh, we saw this last night between UCF and Kent State. Kent State got whooped 56 mm. to 6. I would imagine this is probably what we see in the Texas against Rice game, especially when you have a dynamic offense like Texas mm -hmm. that's probably not going to miss a beat. They return their starting quarterback, Quinn Ewers, which I don't have to tell you about. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that it's going to be uh, a tough start for Texas. But now we have to strategize and find out if the full game spread is what we want, if maybe there's another creative way to play this, Jenks. Would you consider looking at the first half spread, or do you think the full game uh, over the course of four quarters, yeah. we will see Texas really pile up the points? I think Texas is going to pile up the points for a couple reasons. Rice is just not a good football team. Do you know who Rice's quarterback is? It's JT Daniels, which is absolutely bonkers to me. Remember JT Daniels started yeah. at USC, went to Georgia, went to West Virginia, and now he's at Rice? This guy looks like an auto mechanic. He's been in the game since 1981. Oh. That's okay. Nothing wrong with being a mechanic. Everyone needs their car worked on from time to time. And when JT Daniels does not go to the NFL, maybe he'll be a mechanic. And I'll say, I remember you in college. Or I remember you at various colleges, JT. And I remember when Texas put a whooping on you. Rice is just a bad football team. Their receivers are banged up. I will say this. 
This is the best Texas team that they have had in more than a decade. And I know the first thing people will say is, what about those recruiting classes? I understand if you look at those recruiting classes, a lot of those guys never made it to campus. There were some injuries. There was a lot of attrition. So Texas wasn't nearly as talented as you might think. They are loaded this year. The Big 12 is weak. Rice is really bad. It's going to be 110, 115 on the turf. Going to be scorching hot in Austin. I think over the course of the game, the Longhorns wear down Rice. Texas in a romp, minus 35 and a half. Okay, time to get double D in here. You dog. West Virginia at number seven, Penn State. Penn State playing 20 and a half points. Penn State minus 1,400 on the money line. West Virginia is eight to one. Total set at 50 and a hook. I don't know what to do here. I don't like West Virginia. Every time I talk to a Mountaineers fan, they're always like, oh, we hate Texas. Horns down. I don't care. You're not our rival. Quit acting like you are. We're leaving you behind in the Big 12. I don't care about West Virginia. I'm tired of your smack. I hear Drew Aller's supposed to be awesome. They've got a couple guys in the backfield who are great. Best left tackle in the game. And yet, Double D, and yet, money coming in on West Virginia. Country roads. So set me straight. What's the play here? Uh, for me, I take the spread for Penn State. It's in Happy Valley. It is a night primetime game. That crowd is going to be intense. And just like Texas fans, I would say for the first time in about five years, I think Penn State fans really think that there's a chance, there's a shot at that national title situation going on. Um, Drew Aller's going to come out, show up, show out. The two running backs, Allen, Singleton, might have themselves 200-yard games. It's going to – I think the question for everyone comes from the front four on the defensive side for Penn State. That's the only question. Secondary solid, the linebackers, of course, it's linebacker U. The linebackers are solid for Penn State. It's that front four. But if that front four – which is ladled with talent, just inexperienced talent, Mm -hmm. can produce, it's going to be a blowout, and it's going to be a blowout very fast. And don't be surprised if James Franklin decides to run this thing up just to prove a point. Justin, what do you think? I think where you have to be careful is a lot of this is built into the number. Like, there is a reason that Penn State is big favorites here. So I think the question is, how bad do you think West Virginia is? Do you think they are good enough to get some garbage time touchdowns at the end? But uh, the early reports on West Virginia is Mm -hmm. not that it's looking good. So I feel like I would lean towards Penn State. I think I would look more at a first-half total or a first-half spread bet. I would imagine it's the spread just cut in half. That way you don't have to lay the huge number. And I think Double D is right. I think when you have a new quarterback and when you have a team with such high expectations, Mm -hmm. you want to go out there and prove a point. So I think I would rather uh, take a smaller number in the first half and do it that way and be a little bit more creative. And that's what I'm going to do with a lot of these big, uh, big spreads in week one. Yeah, I think so too. Also, it does influence me. When I hear about a college football game at night, especially when you're talking about Happy Valley or Death Valley or any other valley in college football. (laughs) But when you talk about difficult places to play, certainly Penn State, when those fans get riled Mm -hmm. up and they pack that stadium, it's just madness. So does that influence you at all? 
certainly home field is one thing, but home field at night, I feel like in college football is just different because these college kids and these people have been drinking all day long and they are riled up and ready to go by the time kickoff comes around. Oh, for sure. Even though I think that it would be a good atmosphere regardless. Like, mm -hmm. don't you think? Because oh, the yeah. expectations for Penn State this year it, are I just so like. high. Yeah, for sure. But again, you've got to remember that a lot of this is built into the number because the odds makers for sure. know this too. And for sure, if there was a night game at LSU, I think there is something built into the number there uh, to where, you know, LSU is getting a little more credit because in college football, environment matters. These kids can definitely get rattled. Oh, God, I love this college football talk. I'm thinking about starving myself for the next 24 hours, and that way I what? can eat like 48 wings tomorrow and just go all in. Life is about balance, Chelsea. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.